1: You know what it is, it's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. Spittin' Statistician. A.K.A. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your host, Yes Strong Style. We are live. I'm going to hit you up right now. I'm going to tell you right now, I like a lot of these guys. I like Eifert if he's healthy, and I think Vance McDonald has a chance to ascend. That's how we hook up the Stats Over Beats my man Strong Style Ninja. You don't even need the Exclusive Edge inside season fantasy football package when you got the and statistician stable genius and vocal minority in here so we got a great show for you okay everybody that's joining us in the chat room dilly dilly to everybody you can hit me up on twitter at spitting speeds, all right? Don't forget about Patreon as well. We got a poll question up for you guys, all right? Interesting. Listen, the Tampa Bay Bucks have not said who their starting quarterback is going to be. I'll tell you who I think it's going to be. But my question read it specifically before you vote. My question is who will be the Bucks' starting quarterback? After Thanksgiving this season, when many people believe that the magic, the Fitz magic, may disappear by then, who do you think will be the starting quarterback for the Buccaneers? Is it Jameis Winston? Is it Ryan Fitzpatrick? And then when I put, and 17% of you agree, is it whatever's behind door number three? I mean, that could be the case, especially next year as we look at Tampa Bay. Could it be a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, Mr. Terod, or someone else? So that's the question. Let me know what you think we got a good show for you. Here's what we're going to do. As usual, we go through the news and notes, right? We go through the injuries, who the next man up is, that sort of thing. I will tell you, I hold myself accountable on the Tuesday shows of the Fantasy Freestyle. We'll talk about what Speed's got right. You know, I like to pat my pack on myself on the back a little bit, but what speeds got wrong? I'm going to acknowledge what I got wrong. And there were some things out there. Hope you didn't listen to my Survivor pick for week three. But then again, most of the free world got bounced in Survivor last week. But we'll get into that. And then, of course, later on in the show, we are going to put the fun in functional sports content. All right. We're going to uh, answer your questions, whether it is in the YouTube chat or whether it is by phone. Okay. We're going to open up the phone lines a little bit later on in the show. I told you, got to read because it's not the normal number but for the stats over beats cipher you can hit me up at 347-767-6614 we're gonna open the phone lines up a little bit later on in the show we'll answer your questions from the chat room as well but let's get it on and popping closing the book on week three and looking ahead to week four. First of all if you don't know by now i'm the one to tell you hugh jackson has revealed that it is baker time in cleveland unfortunately tira-ed. his days are done he's still working through the concussion protocol. But regardless, if you saw that on Thursday night, you saw that it was right for the pick in for Baker to come on in, energize the Browns offense, and that's what happened. You know, offensive linemen blocking more, Juice Landry going crazy, and I think that is going to continue to happen so much so that now because of Baker, I boost up Jarvis Landry in rankings. I boost up David the Njoku is on you. I think Baker, you saw him throwing rockets into the seam. Okay, I think Injoku has an interest. Interesting kind of a matchup. They play the Oakland Raiders, not a defense that scares me. Uh, remember, they can't get any pass rush, remember, because it's hard to find a good pass rusher. So says their head coach, John Gruden, despite the fact that they just had one of the best ones in the league in Khalil Mack. But I digress. It is Baker time in Cleveland. I bump up Landry. I bump up Njoku, okay, on that. Not the only quarterback news, unfortunately. All right, I talked to my man, Strong Style Ninja, who gave us the Jimmy G spot kind of name. Well... He's going to be laid up for a while, so hopefully what well, Mia Khalifa or whatever her name is, right, um, hopefully she's there to uh, tend to him because he tore his ACL. His 2018 season is done. Forget about it. All right, so what does that mean for the San Francisco 49ers? With Baker and the Browns, you bump up up some of their players with the Niners you take the other route okay I had someone asking me about you know some waivers and stuff like that Marquise Goodwin may fall to be the low man on your totem pole these days okay so I think it's a, a downgrade for a guy like Goodwin it's a downgrade to me for a guy like Breida. it might be an uptick for a guy like Alf Morris right because they may San Francisco that is They may try to run the ball a little bit more because they're not as explosive. They may try and play a different game, a grind-out time of possession game more. So you may see more carries for Alf Morris. The only other guy in the past game that it could be an interesting bump for is George Kittle. All right, Kittle's in bits because uh, they both went to Iowa. Apparently, they were friends and roommates in college, so there may be some uh, chemistry right there. But overall, I am now down on the san francisco offense san francisco goes to los angeles they stay in california but they go to the chargers this week there's already like a 10 10 and a half point spread i think this is viable as a survivor pick this week the chargers are pissed off they need the win and the niners don't have their jimmy g spot anymore so that's interesting for me i told you those i bumped those guys down ironically though i heard a report you know is it cj hard? I don't know. They're working out other guys. There may be a quarterback in that division on a roster that could fall on their lap. And I'm talking about Sam Bradford. Why? Because the Arizona Cardinals have announced that Josh Rosen will be their quarterback moving forward. And if you remember, the Cardinals also have Mike Glennon on that roster. So I ask you, why the hell is Sam Bradford going to still be on that roster? You paid Mike Glennon inevitably to be this backup, right? Do you really need that? What if you you could cut him, you could release him, you could flip him? That could be interesting. Keep an eye out on if the Niners make any roster moves. But you got three new quarterbacks, okay? Bump up the weapons in Cleveland because of Baker. Bump down the weapons in San Francisco, aside of Alf Morris, in my opinion, because of Jimmy G-Spot being gone and C.J. Behard for now. And then in Arizona, I don't know. You know, I, I want to wait and see. That offense has looked putrid. i get getting questions upon questions about David Johnson as well. You got to hold on to these guys in Arizona, see what it looks like with the Rosen one under center. Also, banged up from week three, A.J. Green with a little groin, little hip. They say they expect him back. All right, that he shouldn't miss any time. But listen, when we talk waiver wires, there are going to be some guys part of the Cincinnati offense that you need, need pieces of now. I told you last week about Tyler Boyd. He was my number one wide receiver waiver ad last week. Go check the tape. Listen on YouTube. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. I was all about Tyler Boyd. I said he was a sustainable number two, and he rewarded you. He rewarded you last week. If you listen to your Boyd Speeds and Spitting Statistician, he had six catches. 132 yards, and a tud. So we like that. Keep an eye out though on A.J. Green. Evan Ingram is uh, week to week. They say he sprained his MCL. Listen, hopefully, if you listen to the spitting statistician, this doesn't hurt you. Because all season long I was down on Evan Ingram. I was calling him fool crazy. Someone to forget about at that tier that you needed to draft him. I was worried about the target share for Evan Ingram anyway. But now it's a bigger concern because he's going to Maybe miss some time. Check in with me on Thursday when I give you an update on some of the injuries. Also, more injuries. Falcons, their defensive secondary continues to get eviscerated. Ricardo Allen now, done for the year with an Achilles. They've already lost Keanu Neal. They've already lost Deion James. You know, they they have lost a lot right there. Um, So I'm a little bit worried for the Atlanta Falcons. Those defensive losses are not things you usually see, right? not things you usually see uh, affect the lines, affect the point spreads, that sort of thing. I'm telling you right now, this is going to affect the Atlanta pass defense. So, I look at the schedule. Who comes into town this week? The aforementioned Cincinnati Bengals, okay? I think this is a game where you want Bengals skill players, okay? Andy Dalton on the waiver wire. If you lost Jimmy G, I like him this week against Atlanta with that banged up secondary. The other part is, you know Atlanta can score, so the over-under on this game right now is 51. That's one of the higher totals. I think Andy Dalton, Giovanni Bernard, Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, Tyler Eifert, all these guys will in fact produce this week. So I like my Bengals. Go ahead and get them in your lineups because I think this pass defense for Atlanta is starting to get you know too many cracks in the armor for it to be sustainable. Also, here's a big takeaway for me last week in the in the NFC South. These dynamic running backs who going into the season, I was saying, listen, they may want to manage their workload. You know, the guys like, you know, the Chris Thompsons of the world, the Tariq Coens of the world. Well, in that group for me was Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey, right? Alvin Kamara, though, 31 touches, 15 receptions, 190 combined yards. This guy is a locked and loaded top five play every single week. All right. And you know that. And I think that will be the case even when Mark Ingram comes back. But then Christian McCaffrey, 28 carries. 28 carries, that's the one I'm not sure if that's sustainable, okay? They're going to get him the ball in a number of ways. But if you remember, Carolina has a bye this week, week four, bye start. Carolina and Washington are the teams with buys. so maybe they knew they could chew up CMC and spit him out because he'd have an extra week to recover. What I also want to tell you is, listen, Andrew Luck, on Sunday's game against uh, the Eagles, he got pulled the last play of the game when they were throwing the Hail Mary. They bring in Jacoby Brissett because... Why? Because they're worried about Andrew Luck's arm strength. He's back on the field. He's playing. But remember we said this in the preseason, how he wasn't throwing the ball more than like 20 yards in the air, right? I think this is an, an, an acknowledgement from the team that they know his arm strength is not there 100%. Okay, And if that is true, you need to downgrade T.Y. Hilton. Okay, he's still going to be getting you the eight for 85 kind of games, but those six for 147 and two touchdowns, I don't know if they're going to come as much this season, okay? So I see T.Y. Hilton as a wide receiver too. He's going to be fine, but those big plays, Andrew Luck just isn't throwing the ball downfield. And I got to tell you also, this Clay Matthews thing, you know, um, or everybody, to be quite honest, right? These hits. I think this is going to be a, a serious topic all season long. I started talking about it in the preseason. I said it would interrupt the viewing experience. I said it would impact fantasy in games. Me and Mike blewett talked about it this morning on the radio. We were mentioning, listen, everything from. This helps sustain drives, the 15-yard penalties. Everyone's going to have a chance to come back. This means something if you're on the over-under bets on game totals. These games are going over. These games are going over because they want offense. The rules are for the quarterback in this way. And it's just a damn shame, okay? Especially because even check this out. Dolphins defensive lineman William Hayes suffered a torn ACL. They're now this week. They're now saying he torn his ACL, doing an unnatural movement while sacking the quarterback because he was attempted, he was attempting to not put his body weight on and fell awkwardly himself and tore his ACL. All in the name of player safety, right? Certain players. Eh, but I digress. All right, so we're going to keep our eye out on that all season long. Like I said, we got a poll question up right now on Twitter. The question is, who will be the Buck starting quarterback? Not in week four, but after Thanksgiving. Maybe after the magic is done. Maybe after they realize that they need to, you know, the, the 24 or 25-year-old quarterback versus the 35-year-old quarterback. What do they want to do for the long term, right? Right now, though, Half of you say Ryan Fitzpatrick, 33% say Jameis Winston, and 17% say what's behind door number three speeds. All right. So there's some of the rundown of injuries. There's the poll question we got up. I told you we're going to open the phone lines a little bit later on in the show. The number to call will be 347-767-6614. We'll talk to some of the stats overbeat Cypher in the next segment. All right. Here's what we got right. What we got right, what we got wrong. It was a decent week for the spitting statistician. Hopefully you listened, because if you did, you might have made a little bit of cash. First of all, I told you on here on Thursday, I said I think the victory fridges get opened up, and they did. So hopefully you listened to that. If you laid a little shekels on the Cleveland Browns that day, um, you got a little bit of extra cash for the weekend. Hopefully you used that well. So, uh, yeah. I even said, big shout out to Jilly Dilly on the Patreon, who even put from her notes from a show I did in August, saying that on Thursday night football, when they play the Jets, would be the W. I gave you that long-term play. Hopefully, you listened to that. I also have been telling you for a while that with the Jets, it's Quincy Inunwa as the number one target over Robbie Anderson and others. Hopefully, you're listening to me on that one. Picked him up last week, similar with Tyler Boyd. I told you about that Last week, um, he rewarded you at six for 132 and a touchdown. Last week. I told you to Game Stack, the Atlanta New Orleans game, and the San Francisco KC game. Both of those games were the highest totals on the board. Those were the games with the most production, the most scoring. Big shout out. I had a guy hit me up on Twitter, um, like praising us, you know, and really thanking us. Where is he? He was um oh, what was his name? I want to give him a big shout out. Lamar DePrince Prince the third. He was like he stacked up Matt Ryan with Calvin Ridley and boy did that work for him he won a little bit of extra cash on that one all right so hopefully you're listening to us on on game on DFS on those sorts of things okay and I told you about that San Francisco Kansas City game as well I had Brita who did a little bit of work hopefully you wrote uh, you know you wrote some Patty Mahomes you wrote some Kareem Hunt in that game these guys produced to win you a little bit of extra cash also I've been telling you about the Rams as a wide receiver herd for weeks now, right? I was like, who knows? Maybe it'll be Woods. Maybe it'll be Cup. Maybe it'll be Cooks. It was Woods' turn, okay? He went 10 catches, 104 yards, and two touchdowns. Meanwhile, I'm having people being like, going into last week, do I bench Robert Woods? Because he hasn't popped off yet. I'm like, yo, it's a fantasy herd. You never know which week is going to happen. It was last week. That's why you keep these guys. I got people asking me right now about, like, Chris Hogan. Do I drop them? Kenyon Drake, do I drop him? David Johnson, do I drop him? No, no, a 100 times no. Unfortunately, the answer is to hold and grin and bear it. Um, I'm also, listen, I've been right on this Texans team the whole season. I told you I was watching for Deshaun Watson regressing. I told you it was about that offensive line play, and they made the point on the telecast, okay, that Deshaun is now, his eyes aren't staying downfield. He's feeling the rush. He's looking at the rush. This is a big time problem for the Houston Texans. I also told you guys, honestly, Tavon Austin, I said he might be a thing. I'm not ready to say you need to pick him up, put him in your lineup, anything like that. But uh, he's proven to be where there's no other weapons for Dallas, someone that they're looking to get the ball to in space in different situations to be a little bit of a playmaker. When we come back here on Fantasy Freestyle, I'm going to admit what I got wrong. There were one or two things that I was pretty close on to, not a full on wrong. We'll get into that. I'll give you waiver wires on each position that I'm looking at, and we'll open up the phone lines to the stats overbeat Cypher. Come on back, Fantasy Freestyle. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, speed, the spitting statistician. And like my man Lance Davis says, you are listening live. Hey, Mark Perez, he's asking me real quick about is it time to bench Kenyon Drake? Yes, it may be time to bench him, but not cut him. Those are different things, okay? Mark, uh, I'm okay with benching him right now, Um, especially next week. They go up to New England. Uh, They may be, you know, they actually game flow may be in his favor. In that one. I expect them to be down. I don't believe in this 3-0 start down in the heat in Miami. I think they're gonna catch an L going up to a pissed off big Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And so it may be actually a good game script for Kenyon Drake. But let's see some of the questions that are up there right now on the chat room. Giants 10. Drop Hogan for Ridley or Al or Geronimo. I like Ridley. I like Allison. But honestly, I'm not dropping Hogan. You know, that's the thing. I'm dropping whoever, someone else who's the low man on your totem pole, Giants 10. I'm not dropping uh, Hogan. I, I agree with you that Ridley and Allison are interesting guys on the waiver wire, okay? But Hogan is not the guy I would drop, Giants 10. I would find another low man on the totem pole. Nathan M, drop Lockett for Boyd. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that in Cincinnati, okay? Especially if A.J. Green is banged up. The Seattle offense, even though I know Lockett caught a touchdown last week, I don't believe in the Seattle offense long term. I think that the Cincinnati offense is better than the Seattle offense. You know, we talk about how it's connected to the offensive line. So, Nathan M., I am okay with that. William S. says, Heinz, Duke Johnson, or Yeldon off what waivers? That's interesting. For me, it is not Duke Johnson. Um, Naheem Hines is interesting, but I think the safest play is Yeldon. I think you get most usage and value in your team out of TJ Yeldon. Uh, germ c says start one kenny galladay Allen robinson or alan w- or robert woods that's interesting for me it's not alan robinson okay listen mitch trubisky is blunt guts trash okay that offense could be as creative as possible as it wants the scheme can be there but you need mitchell trubisky to execute and that's what i don't think is happening just yet so it's not alan robinson for me that's a coin flip between robert woods or kenny galladay but because i want to sing it and i know you watching right now on the YouTube, y'all want to sing it too, sing it with me. It would be, it would be so nice, Galladay. Galladay's ascension is out of control. Uh, I think that will continue, whereas Woods, it's the fantasy herd. You never know on any given week, right? So for me, it's Galladay, small gap to Woods, and then a gap to Allen Robinson. Strong Style Ninja, my man, Eifert, McDonald, Ebron, Brait, or Goddard. Those are all guys that I think are interesting, I don't think Dallas Goddard makes this list. I don't think Cameron Brait makes this list. This looks like O.J. Howard in Tampa. I know Bray got a touchdown Harvard to Harvard and whatnot, but O.J. Howard is the ascending tight end there. So you're left with Ebron, Eifert, and McDonald. With Ebron, I don't know about um, Jack Doyle and his health. With McDonald, you don't know about Jesse James, right? With Eifert... If he's healthy, he's the guy. So for me, that their strong style is Eifert uh, for right there, okay? That's where you go. Let's get into those waivers a little bit more, and then I'm going to let my man Danny Auto know that we're going to open up the phone lines in a little bit. But first, let me give you who I do like at these different positions for the waivers, okay? And I know it's a little bit early still. Um, I'm looking at wide receiver, okay? I told you at wide receiver. Listen, guys, I told you last week about Tyler Boyd. I hope you listen to me, all right? So outside of that, this week, give me Calvin Ridley. I think he's on the Ascension coming up. He's only owned in 45% of leagues. I like him a lot. You guys mentioned it. Geronimo Allison in 35% of leagues, I like him. Mike Williams in 57% of leagues, I like him. Um, So Boyd, Williams, I like. Uh, Allison, I like, who I do not like. I don't believe in... um Jaqueline Grant, that was a one-week thing. I know a lot of people are adding him, but that was weird, like, trick plays. I don't think that's sustainable. I do not believe in Jordy Nelson, okay? And to be quite honest, that is one of the things that Speeds got wrong, and I will acknowledge this. I knew that Gruden feeds a wide receiver one, right? I just thought it was going to be Amari Cooper, but Amari Cooper's still a fugazi. Two catches for 17 yards. Jordy Nelson pops off. Six catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown, I don't know that that's going to be sustainable, though, okay? I would much rather some of these other wide receivers like Ridley, like Boyd, like Godwin, like Allison, over Jordy Nelson, okay? I'm not on Jordy Nelson. Uh, I'm not on Jakeem Grant, who's a popular ad. I'm not on Tavon Austin. I need to see that a little bit more um, before I believe in it with a roster spot. Same thing for me with Christian Kirk. Okay, I know he had a nice game, and some people were waiting for that rookie to explode. He had more targets targets okay he had went from two targets to five targets to eight targets i like that growth right but remember he's got a new starting quarterback next week okay with uh, Sam, uh not Sam Bradford with the Rosen one Josh Rosen so I'm a wait and see with Kirk I'm also a wait and see honestly with Callaway remember I told you don't sleep on Rashad Higgins it turned out that in the second half Higgins was getting some catches as well I like the, ca- the talent on Callaway but give me Allison give me Ridley give me Boyd ahead of those guys all right let's go on over to running backs right now the biggest running back ad that I see is Chris Ivory you don't want him that was a one-week thing it looks like Shady McCoy will be back okay Ivory may be interesting as a handcuff if 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 you're a McCoy owner, then go right ahead and grab him, right? But you should have had him anyway, you know, if you were a Shady McCoy owner. Here's the guy I like. Here's the guy I like out of the running backs that I think are available. I like Buck Allen. Give me some Buck Allen, okay? And Buck Allen is only owned in 28 to 30% of leagues right now. I think Buck Allen, you may see him on your website as Javorius Allen, okay? So if you see a guy running back on the Baltimore Ravens, Jay Allen, that's what I'm talking about. His nickname is Buck. All right, he goes by Buck. All right, so Buck Allen, I like him because this usage of Alex Collins is starting to concern me, okay? Buck Allen has also gotten into the end zone all three weeks of the season. They have an interesting Sunday night game this week at Pittsburgh. You saw what the what the Tampa Bay Bucks did in garbage time in the second half, right? Last night? I think Buck Allen could get some of that this Sunday night. Uh, if, you, if you were in a league where people drop Chris Carson, you can get him, although I know he's owned in about three quarters of leagues. And then there's the rookies. All right. Carry on Johnson. He's 75% owned. Sony Michelle. He's 76% owned. Check out for those two guys, okay? But I will acknowledge that's the other thing that I probably got wrong last week. All right. I was telling anybody who would listen that I thought it was the breakout for Sony Michelle. I was telling anybody who would listen. And to be honest, I don't think I was 100% wrong. Sony Michelle did have 14 carries by far and away leading the team. Okay, so the 14 carries for 50 yards, you like that, right? But. He's a victim of game flow in my opinion in my opinion when the patriots were down they go to james white in the passing game and so when they were in regular game flow sony michelle was a legitimate back and they were trying to use him in traditional ways i said that that proved to be true okay but what you would have liked a better effort than about five or six points depending on your scoring out of sony michelle but when are the patriots losing back-to-back games again Okay, at Jacksonville they caught an L. At Detroit they caught an L. Right, the game script I think hurt Sony Michelle, and I think that will change this week, week four at home against the Miami Dolphins. If they're up, and they are up in games usually, I still think Sony Michelle is the play. Rex Burkhead it still seems to be vanishing like Marty McFly in a picture in Back to the Future. All right, on the flip side though, carry on Johnson, carry on my wayward son. First Detroit running back. In what was it? Something like five years to get 100 yards. He goes 16 carries, 101 yards on the ground, another two catches and nine yards, so 110 total from scrimmage. I like Carry on Johnson. I what I've been saying is happening, right? 16 carries for Johnson, 16 carries for Blunt. I think uh, they. In Detroit, they metaphorically pass the blunt by getting carry on my wayward son involved. So if you were with me and listening to those, I was close on those things. And I still think the ascension on both of those rookies are happening. So check them out if you can. uh, Yeah. If uh, they are available still in your league, in about a quarter of leagues, that is possible. Remember, we're going to open up the phone lines now. The number to call is 347-767-6614. I'm going to give you some more of my waivers. We talked about running backs. We talked about wide receivers, the guys I like. I'm going to give you some tight ends, all right, and then the quarterback situation, and then we'll go to the phones. In the tight end world, okay, here's what we got to do. All right, there's two guys that I think stand above the rest here. One is Tyler Eifert. Strong Style was asking the call, uh, in the chat room. Tyler Eifert, to me, is a play. He is 51% owned. I think Tyler Eifert, as long as he stays healthy, is a week-to-week starter. You can start Tyler Eifert. Week to week, as long as he stays healthy. I like this Bengals offense. I've been saying it for the better part of the last month. The offensive line is better, so Andy Dalton looks better. Okay? If Tyler Eifert is healthy, give me Tyler Eifert. He's owned in only 50% of leagues. That means right now, you and your friend at the bar, getting ready to watch a game, one of you can go grab Tyler Eifert. I recommend you do so. The fact that A.J. Green is banged up may miss the game. Even helps my case. The fact that Joe Mixon is banged up even helps my case. The second uh, tight end I'll give you, you saw it last night. It's Vance McDonald. I've been saying for a while that I think Vance McDonald is the most talented tight end on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember what he did in that playoff game against Jacksonville last year. But if he's his thing has been health as well. If you saw that 75-yard touchdown and the stiff arm, that's illegal in like 27 states, whatever he just did. I saw that on Twitter. All right, so... um. I think Vance McDonald is viable Jesse James may still always be there but he is growing in opportunity in Pittsburgh so I like Vance McDonald I like Tyler Eifert okay as it relates to Eric Ebron I told you that relates to Jack Doyle and his health I do not believe in Bed Watson I do not believe in Dallas Godare okay I will believe in OJ Howard I think he's on the ascent but he's owned in over 80 percent of leagues already and I told you about David the Njoku is on you all right He's zoned in 65 percent of leagues go out and get him if you can uh this week you may need also not only have tight ends got eviscerated with things like you know the injuries right evan ingram added to the list but with washington on bye week four you may need to plug and play for jordan reed okay so tyler eifert can do that give me vance mcdonald in order to do that real quick on the quarterback side it's tough for you you may have lost jimmy g Right, You may have Cam Newton on a buy, something like that. I can understand. I told you, Andy Dalton I like if he's available. Baker Mayfield, if he's available. Here's the other one. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is only owned in about 15% of leagues, but I believe that Pittsburgh defense can be had. You saw what Fitzpatrick did. I think that's going to be a higher scoring game than most people believe on Sunday Night Football. And Joe Flacco, don't look now, but he's in the top 10 in a lot of passing categories. You could do a lot worse than Joe Flacco. All right, let's go to the phones real quick here. Let's go to the phones, answer some phone calls here with the last part of this segment. Uh, We start here on the Fantasy Freestyle with a caller who hits us up all the time. Let's try and help him out. Steven in Massachusetts, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help you out? Hope you did well in week three. Let's look ahead to... So week four, what do you need, Steve? You're on the fantasy freestyle.
2: Hey, what's up, my man? Dilly, How you doing? Dilly.
1: dilly dilly to you.
2: I'm doing uh, good. Uh, so I have two questions. It's involving uh, two leagues. It's my 10 team league and my 12 team league. Give I'll me the 12, 12 teamer first. League. All right. So I have uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton on a buy. I wanted to know if I wanted to know if you liked that in Baker Mayfield. The problem is, is that I don't really. Ha- I'm not sure who to drop, so I ended up uh, going with dropping Alfred Morris. Are you okay with that?
1: Yeah, I mentioned there may be a slight bump to Alfred Morris now without Jimmy G, um, because now the Niners may not throw it as much. They may grind it out a little bit more. I can understand, though, Alfred Morris being the low man on your totem pole, though, Stephen. I think Baker Mayfield is a fine add. I said that along with Andy Dalton. He would be the guys I'm adding this week, Andy Dalton or Baker Mayfield. Um uh, yeah, Morris is a fine person to drop uh, Who are your other running backs though? Who else might it be, Steven? Let me double check here to make sure right. Morris is your low man
2: Rashad Penny mm. Jamal Williams And uh, Alfred Morris
1: No, drop Rashad Penny Oh,
2: and uh, Corey, I also have uh, Corey Clement too, Drop
1: Rashad me. Penny oh, Keep, God, Yeah, keep Alfred Morris, alright? Drop Rashad Penny, yeah. real quick, what's your question in the other league, Steven?
2: All right, so I, have, I, I got uh, sent a trade. I, I was listening to the, uh, the Goon Squad about declining uh, it, but it was uh, Royce Freeman and Quincy Nuno. That's what I'd be getting for uh, my Jordan Reed and uh, Kenny Galladay.
1: Should I counter off of that? Because I'm not trying to. You'd be to getting that. Royce Freeman and Nunoa? Yeah. And you'd be giving up. Jordan, Jordan Reed and
2: uh, Kenny Galladay. Don't do that. My
1: backup tight end. Don't do that. Ninjoki yeah yeah don't give up my man Galladay baby you know listen if you listen to the show you know I ain't trying to trade away Kenny Galladay right now no man you need to keep Kenny Galladay I understand you got Jordan Reed on by but I think you try to find one of these tight ends I'm talking about on the waiver wire Vance McDonald David Njoku Tyler Eifert that's the way I would go I would not trade away Reed or Galladay those are guys you're going to need throughout the season Steven I got to get to someone else thanks for the calls hit me up on Thursday as well next up on the Freestyle. We go to Dan in New Jersey. Dilly dilly to Dan, friend of the show, part of the cipher, stats over beats. Ya tu sabe. Get it in, Dan. You're on the freestyle with Speeds. How can we help you?
2: What's going on, Dan? Dilly dilly. Dilly, dilly, um, dilly, Dan. I'm gonna do a two quick, two quick things for you. So um I'm going. Uh, my team: Watson, Marv Jones, Boyd Brown. Listen to you on Boyd. Callaway, um, Baldwin, Jeffrey. Uh, I got Cook, Barkley, Jones. Royce, uh, Lat-Murray, and Clement. Yeah. And um, my two quick things are, so I'm going to drop um, Clement or whatever. Is any four of these guys good to pick up, or whatever. Uh, Ridley, uh, we got Shepard, G. Allison, and uh, good one as well.
1: I'd go Ridley and Allison. The G stands for Geronimo. Dan, his name is Geronimo Allison. I would go Ridley or Allison. And I'm okay dropping Clement, Dan, because to your point, you know, Ajayi and Sproles come back completely cloudying that backfield, right? We even thought Clement was going to be the man last week. And then, Dan, you saw it. Wendell Smallwood got opportunity, right? So I'm okay dropping Clement. And I think the answer for you is uh, uh, either Ridley or Allison. That's where I would go, okay? Definitely,
2: definitely.
1: And my other quick thing is, before you get off, or whatever, is um,
2: So I got Kittle. And you know the situation there. So I have three options on yep. my waiver wire. So it's OJ, Vance, and Joku. Uh,
1: I like OJ Howard. I think OJ Howard is growing in his role. I would do OJ or Vance McDonald, to be honest, or in Joku over Kittle with non-Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. But the person I would target there first would be, um, wait, say him again it was vance mcdonald
2: it's
1: uh no oj howard oj howard (laughs) is the one i like oj howard then mcdonald then njoku that's the order for me and yes i do think you could drop clement let's get one more in real quick sean in new york you're on the freestyle we're up against the break though give me your question real quick if i don't get to it now i'll do it on the other side of the commercial break what's the question sean all right, real quick, man. Uh, I just traded Aaron Rodgers uh, last week for Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe Mixon, and Emmanuel Sanders in the Standard League. Obviously, Joe Mixon's out. I think he might be coming back this week, and Garoppolo's out for the season. I only have Derek Carr on my bench, and uh, it's looking cloudy. Should I start him the rest of the year or try to trade for another quarterback? Carr, yeah, you want to flip Carr. You do, you do want to try and flip Carr, man. Uh, and for now, look at Baker. On the waiver wire, okay? Look at Baker or Dalton on the waiver wire. Sucks for you. You just made the trade for Jimmy G. Sorry, Sean. Come on back. More calls. Freestyle.
0: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. 844- Eight four F N T S Y. That's eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source, twenty four hours a day.
1: No, 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 no D D, D no. Gregorius. Hopefully he comes back soon for my Yankees, who will start in the playoffs next week. We need DD for sure. Yo, um. Listen, you're right, Lance. O.J. Howard is a beast. I agree with you. I think he's trending in the right direction. Jim Ross, say hi to your wife. Okay, I hope you enjoy Pretty in Pink, Jim. All right, I don't know if Pretty in Pink is going to help you decide who you need to pick up on waivers in order to face me in uh, the GST League. I don't know if you saw, I got a W this week over our friend Craig Carton. Big Ben Roethlisberger doing it for me on Monday night. Got like 30 plus points out of him. So I'll see you in a couple of weeks, Jim Ross. All right. Enjoy Pretty in Pink with your better half. Um, The number to call for those who are asking on the chat room, the number is 347-767-6614. I want to apologize to our last caller, Sean in New York. We got rushed there up against the break. I hope I heard your question and understood it right. You were worried about car. Yeah, I think you can improve on that. I love and Dalton this week going up against the Atlanta Falcons and that banged up back half uh, but I do like guys like Baker Mayfield um, you know long term moving forward okay Sean so if for some reason I got that question wrong hit me up on Twitter at and speeds and I'll be sure to try to hook you up we got another caller here the number to call is three four seven seven six seven six six one four Jacob is in Las Vegas I hear what happens there stays there is that true Jacob Yes, sir. All right. That's what's up. Uh, I was staying last time I went there. Where did I stay? I stayed at Aria, which was really nice.
2: That place is dope.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. You got any recommendations for me? I might be going out there again uh, later this fall. The
0: the Cosmopolitan is probably the nicest one. Nice. As far as like modern.
1: Nice, yeah. nice, nice. And we all know about those. Uh, we all know all about those spots that with the pachyderms that are like not winter fresh, but a different kind of gum. And uh, maybe a rhinoceros. Uh-huh. Yep, we know about those. Yeah. All right, but what's your question, Jacob? What's your question?
0: All right, man. So I'm getting burned by Chris Hogan, dude. Like playing cat and mouse, you know. Yeah. And I, I just can't do that anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do me a and, favor, um, though, Jacob. Don't drop him, okay? I'm okay with benching him. Oh, no, I won't. But don't drop him. I got people being like, "Yo, I need to drop Chris Hogan." Slow down. All <laughs> right, but what? I, I'm okay with you benching him. But what are you? Uh, what are you going between here, Jacob?
0: Okay, so um, so recently I just put on the block James White and T. Y. Hilton, maybe to get like a receiver two sure. or 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 something. You know, yeah. Um, I got one offer. Um, the guy just wanted James White for Marvin Jones.
1: Here's my problem with Marvin Jones. Here's my problem with Marvin Jones, Jacob. This is. You know, the ascension of Galladay, my guy Galladay, is coming at the cost of Marvin Jones. Okay? Marvin Jones is sort of on the decline. He's giving up targets to uh, Galladay. So that would be my concern. I do think you're right in terms of dangling guys like T.Y., gang- dangling guys like James White. I think you're on the right track, but I just don't like Marvin Jones because I think he's on the decline also, mostly because of our guy Kenny Galladay. So I think you have the right idea, Jacob, but just the wrong names. Keep fishing out there, okay? And give me a call back on Thursday. Let me know if you have any other offers. But no, I wouldn't do that because I don't think Marvin Jones is on the upswing. I think he's on the other way down, to be quite honest, Jacob, all right? So uh, And hit me up with some recommendations next time I'm over there. All right, Up next. Next on the Freestyle, Terry from California. We've gone all the way to the West Coast now. Uh, we over there in California. Terry, you on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can the spit and statistician help you out?
2: Hey, Dane, Dilly, Dilly. Just have a waiver wire question dilly, for you. Dilly, Dilly, what's good? Hey, how would you um, order these uh, waiver claims? I got Robert Woods, Chris Carson, Tyler Boyd, and Calvin
1: Ridley. These are the guys you're picking up? Uh, yeah, they're all on the and Those are all on wa- waiver? Okay. Uh, Woods Woods is number one for me. Ridley is number two for me. What were the others?
2: Chris Carson and Tyler Boyd.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's what I don't know about your team. I don't know if running back or wide receiver is the bigger position of need for you, Terry, but you're naming three wide outs and then Carson has the running back, right? So if you need wide receiver help, you know, then you got to go Woods. You got to go Ridley. Uh, for me and Boyd is there but he's third in that list All right, and then Carson is only above these guys if for some reason your need at running back greatly outweighs your need in receiver but to answer your question on balance in a vacuum I go Woods Ridley, Boyd, Carson hope that helps you Terry we're up against it I gotta get as many people from the stats overbeat cypher in All this right. one Thanks, as possible anytime Terry call me back anytime remember guys the number to call and gals the number to call is 347 7, Seven six six one four Connor from Tampa. Are you James Connor that just didn't get the flight back home after Monday Night Football? What's going on, Connor? How can we help you? You were on the Fantasy Freestyle with the and Statistician.
0: Man, screw them Let's go to the Steelers. Go the Bucks, dog. Fair enough. That was holding on a second and ten. We should have won.
1: Yeah, I hear you. There were a lot of plays. You know, also the Deshaun Jackson punt return gets called back. I hear you. There were a lot of things to gripe. So, but the Magic, the Fitz Magic. Let me ask you, who do you want to see starting for the Bucks next week? You want to see Jameis or you want to see Fitz Magic? Here's my side on it. So, right now, Jameis has been out for, like,
0: three weeks, right? Yep. And, like, he's going to be kind of rusty. Yep. So, for right now, for the next, like, week or two... I say after the bye week in week five, we bring back Jameis. Like week six, we bring back Jameis. But right now against the Bears, we ride Fitzpatrick one more time. See how he does. If he does good, then we ride him in week six. And I'm like when he starts doing bad, we put in Jameis.
1: I like until that until then. That's why my poll question was about after Thanksgiving, you know, because I agree with you, Connor. You got to ride the wave as long as you can, right? You got to ride it. And he's still putting up 400-point games. He's still putting up, you know, 27 points a game, right? Uh, So as long as that happens, then when he completely loses it all, you know, and he looks like a dumpster fire, then you go to Jameis. So I agree with you, Connor, but what's your question here?
0: Yeah, but, um... And, like, I hate the people that are saying, like, we got to trade Jameis because he's not a good quarterback. Just look at his stats. And, like, yeah. Jameis never played with this offense. Like, this is a whole new offense. We, we've never had an offense this good.
1: Do you think Jameis, though, really Connor, I hear you, but do you think Jameis has the maturity, the professionalism to be a leader of men the way that a franchise quarterback yes. needs to okay, be in the listen. NFL? He has matured. That all this
0: stuff. What was two and a half years ago.
1: Now, nah, like, what about last year, him coming off the sidelines to smush uh, uh, the cornerback on the Saints, Lattimore, when yeah, he was in yeah, a thing yeah. with Mike Evans? Like, like, what about him like, eating the W's as a pregame speech? What about those? That wasn't three years ago.
0: I don't, get, I don't get all the hate about the eating the W's. Like, he's
1: just trying to like get his freaking team hyped. Like, who cares sure. about that? Like, what about him coming off the sidelines like, to, to, to smush Marcus Lattimore? That's not a leader.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, I get that, but like he's just like really freaking passionate. Like he wants to freaking win. He's hey. sick. he wants to really, he wants to bring a winning mentality to this Bucks organization who hasn't had one for the past decades. I hear you,
1: and Connor, you want to win in fantasy. So how can I help you do that in week four, brother, man?
0: So I'm gonna hurt that running back. I don't got Joe Mixon right now. He's been hurt. Yeah, they're saying how he might not play this week either. Right. I had Chris Thompson playing this week instead of AP, and that lost me my game this past weekend. Yeah, they got to buy this weekend. And, anyway. Yeah, and they got by. So my my next man up is Carryon Johnson, but but on the waivers right now, I got Naeem Hines, Marlon Mack, T.J. Elden, and I got Legarre Blunt out there too.
1: I like Carryon Johnson Kieran- better than all those guys moving forward. Okay. Even and, next um, week. About, um, I like Carry on Johnson. I okay, think you're yeah. okay to start Carry on Johnson in these kind of yeah, bye well. weeks. I don't think he's an R B one. I don't even think he's an R B two really. I think he's a flex play and someone you could get by putting in your lineup during the flex weeks like you have right now, Connor. I think you're okay with carry on my wayward son. Real quick, what else you got?
0: And uh, my tight end right now I got Ricky Shield Jones. That Colonel often is, is just like some like crap right now. Yep. But like I got Jack Doyle. On the waiver, they got Jack Doyle, Austin Hooper, and Vance McDonald.
1: And who? Vance McDonald. I like Vance McDonald. I like Vance McDonald. You saw it last game. You saw it last night, Connor. You saw what he did last night. The only problem with Vance McDonald is health. Okay? If healthy, he... Looks like he's getting and growing in that Steelers offense. You saw how he stiff-armed one of your boys down the left sideline for a 75-yard tud. Okay, he's going to be a part of that offense. I am okay if you're worried about RSJ, and you should be because of a new quarterback and who the hell knows is going to go on there. I'm okay with Vance McDonald. Get Vance McDonald on your squad moving forward. I think him uh, and Big Ben are going to build some chemistry over time. Connor, thanks for the call right now. Hit me back up on Thursday if you want. All right. That's about it for the callers for now. Here's what I want to do, though. We play, uh, we play Game of Inches, right? We play a Game of Inches. Oh, Perry, should you pick up Julian Edelman? Yes. Yes, pick up Julian Edelman. If Julian Edelman, Mark Ingram, if these guys were available in your league, pick them up, Perry. Absolutely do that. Um, and you're welcome. Perry, you're absolutely welcome. All right, um, so that's what it is. That's what it is over there. Here's what I want to (laughs) do. Lance Davis is right. Yeah, we got to watch our language over here. I got to tell Connor next time he calls. But we do the game of inches, right? So let's bring in my man, Danny Otto. Danny, are you with me? You with me over here, Danny Otto, down Ah, there in the fantasy pit of misery? First of all, anybody out there in the chat room, how long can you keep Fred Shim bread before it goes stale? I want to kind of keep, yo Danny, what do you think? I want to try to keep the friendship bread, like, in the fridge or something, and, like, bite off a little morsel as, like, good luck at 12.55 p.m. every Sunday. What do you think?
3: I think it's probably old now.
1: No, 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 it's <laughs> not. No, it's not. It's not? We got a little bit, and I was saving it, you know, like, in the, in, the, in, the, in the fridge or in the Tupperware.
3: I mean, okay.
1: You don't think that's okay?
3: I think it's okay maybe through this Sunday. Oh, okay. but I remember when it got here. It was I not. can't
1: freeze it? Could I put it in the freezer?
3: Maybe. I don't know. I take a lot of gambles with food, and yeah. I they do not always pay off for me. All right. So.
1: Jilly Dilly, Stats Over beats <laughs> Cypher. Hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. Hit me up on Patreon. Let me know, how long can I keep the friendship bread? I'm trying to stretch it out, Jilly, unless you got another 10 hours and you want to make me something else, because um, I'm trying to use it as good luck. But Danny, these are the people that had bad luck, okay? Game of Inches. I don't know if anybody's going to beat our boy Big Voge, because that was pretty crazy, but I got three nominees to bounce off of you, okay, Danny? I'm ready. Let's see. Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony on Twitter, stats overbeat cipher, lost by nine tenths of a point. Point nine. Okay. He, uh, he had our guy, Kenny Galladay, but one of his receptions in Sunday Night Football at the very end got called back from a holding call. All right. And he lost by point nine. Had the catch he needed late time in the game, garbage time, and it got called back by a penalty. So he lost that last catch by Kenny Galladay and lost by less than a point. Hashtag Game of Inches. What do you think, Danny?
3: Oof. Pretty tough. tough. Yeah.
1: It's pretty tough. Um, pretty tough. Uh, it gets in consideration. I just threw my pen somewhere. But, you know, it's all good. Uh, Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Check this out. Lost by 1.4. Okay, less than two points. Had the Chicago Bears defense. I don't know if you saw that, but the Chicago Bears late in the game, they had a pick six, an interception. They ran back for a touchdown, called back via penalty. So they don't get that, and Carl Anderson winds up losing by 1.4. Danny, hashtag game of inches, what do you think?
3: Well, I want to say that I connect with him because I had the Bears defense also. So you saw that, right? Yes. I I ended up being able to, to win still for the week. Oh, look at you. That made, that made me a little ner- more nervous. Yeah, that's because you text
1: too. the spitting statistician at 1230 every Sunday. It is,
3: yeah. I asked you if it was okay. You said It's yes. all
1: good, brother, man. <laughs> it's all good. All right, so those are kind of two. I think Michael Anthony is in the lead for this week, but I have something I need a ruling on, Danny. This is going to be tough. Erwin G hit me up on Twitter. Big shout out to Erwin G. Check this out. And he sent me the screenshot. He sent me the screenshot, so I believe it. Irwin G. did not lose his matchup by like, you know, .2 or anything like that. Irwin G. this week put up 132.1. Irwin G.'s opponent put up 132.1. We have a tie, Danny. We have a tie in fantasy football, 132.1 to 132.1. Literally a game of inches, but he didn't lose. So how do we treat this one, Danny? It's
3: pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, he didn't lose, but he didn't win. Right. So
1: here's the thing. Like, right now, what is it, after three weeks, let's say this guy, Erwin G, might be 2-0-1, one one you know, oh two 2 one something like that, whatever the case may be. I think this is one we got to keep an eye on, Danny, because if Erwin G winds up missing the playoffs— By half a game, right, let's say he goes 6-6-1, 7-5-1, whatever it is, and he misses the playoffs by half a game, and he had a game where he tied, then I think he's really in season-long consideration for hashtag Game of Inches. What do you think, Danny?
3: I, I, I think this one for the, for the week has to be Okay, the tie.
1: I'll give you this one. So, Erwin G. is our week three representative for a game of inches as Just of now. Unless you guys hit out. me up yeah. with other ones. You know, if I get a screenshot, hit me up at Spit and Speeds. If you hit up Danny, I'll take it. If you got other ones for me, hit me up on Patreon as well. The official Stats Over Beat Cypher is on Patreon. I'm going to tell you guys right now, at about Saturday at about like 1 p.m., I don't respond on Twitter anymore. I like to have my weekend, but on Patreon, I'll hit you up all the way through Sunday morning until about 1245. I'll do the best I can to answer you, okay? So if you really want the spitting statistician, that's the place to go. But uh, Danny, I think Erwin G is our leader for week three, but Big Vosges from week two that DeAndre Hopkins play is kind of the leader in the clubhouse still. What I think we'll do, Danny, is after the whole season, we'll take the top... Three or four finalists and we'll put them up on a Twitter poll and we'll get let the fans decide. We'll let the stats overbeat cipher decide. Remember, if you have the closest beat, the worst beat, the worst game of inches as a loser or a tire, you then win with my boys Kenneth Cashman over at roto Wear. I'm going to give you promo code to get you a free roto Wear shirt so you can be a waiver wire warrior like your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Uh, let's check up on that poll real quick. Last check, 49% of you say Ryan Fitzpatrick should be the starter long-term. 35% say Jameis Winston, along with my boy Connor down there in uh, Tampa Bay. 16% of you, though, still say, what is behind door number three, that may be the option. To my stats overbeat cipher that are out there. Oh, really strong style. Jilly Dilly says freeze the bread. All right, we're gonna find out. Oh yeah, um, Jilly Dilly's out there. Oh, that was Lance Davis who has Jilly Dilly. Friendship bread lasts a while on the counter. Okay, but I freeze it or put it in the fridge for a week. Jilly Dilly has spoken. Thank you, Jilly. I'm gonna put the friendship bread in the freezer, and then I'm going to defrost bit by bit for Sundays for the Stats overbeat Cypher. Ya sabe. It's your boy Speed, the Spittin' Statistician, the Stable Genius, and Vocal Minority. Hit me up on Twitter. Be friends with the Stats overbeat Cypher. Get your answers from them. They know what they're talking about. You can hit me on Patreon as well if you want that guaranteed responses. I'll be back. On Thursday, we'll talk week four picks. DFS, if you went with my DFS lineup, you got paid last week. Game stacking. All right, Fantasy Freestyle, we out. Thanks to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Smash the like
3: button. Let's go.
1: Peace.